On today's show, we're 48 games into the season. We'll look at how the Yankees are doing and look at specific performances, good and bad. The Yankees are playing the Angels for the first time. We'll preview that series. Starts tonight in Yankee Stadium. And Derek Jeter joined Twitter and Instagram. It's a banner day, people. All next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Yankee fans. Stacey Gotsoulias, the host of Locked On Yankees. Happy May 31st. We're at May 31st. We're a day away from the day when Abby thinks we can finally look at the standings. We're finally here, people. Before we get into everything, you can watch us on YouTube. Please subscribe if you haven't already. You can listen to us in Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher. And we'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. And If you have a smart device, you can tell it to play podcast Locked on Yankees. So we're 48 games in. And the Yankees are doing much better than we thought they would. They haven't looked great of late. They're four and five in their last nine. They're batting 198. The pitching is still good. That's important. And they're 33 and 15. No one could have predicted this. I don't care who you are. You're all lying if you say that you predicted the Yankees were going to be 33-15 and 15 on May 31st. Now, so far this season, the Yankees have played Baltimore 13 times. They're 9-4. Boston three times. They're 2-1. and one. Actually, are they over? Yeah, they're, well, obviously, because they're 33-15. and 15. They're over 500 against everyone. In seven games against the White Sox, they're four and three. They swept Cleveland. They're two and one against Detroit. They'll be playing them soon. Three and zero against Kansas City. Oh, right. Not they're at five hundred with Tampa because they split the series this weekend. We'll talk about that too. They're two and one against Texas. Six and three against Toronto. But Toronto beat up on the Angels this week. Swept them. Angels have lost five in a row coming into this series, which we will discuss in segment two. Let's talk about the Yankees and how individual guys are doing. The top 12 players for the Yankees. Can I identify them by faces? (laughs) Because I always joke on this show that I can never tell white guys apart, but I think I can tell the white guys apart here. Oh, yes. Okay. So top 12 players, Aaron Judge, Nestor Cortez, Jamison Tyone. Is that Josh Donaldson? He's number four? That can't be right. Is that, how is that right? Clay Holmes, Gleyber Torres, DJ LeMayhew, Garrett Cole, Giancarlo Stanton, Clark Schmidt, Luis Severino, and I believe that's Jordan Montgomery. I recognize Clark Schmidt. Hello. That's a big deal. Okay, I'd like for you to pick out Clark Schmidt from a lineup. It's not as easy as you'd think. So let's see. Not that bat- batting average doesn't really matter, but Aaron Judge, 309, 376, 669. Nice. 
OPS 1.044, his OPS plus, if you don't know what that is. OPS plus slugging. Ugh, see, I don't even know what it is. It's adjusted to the ballpark, but it's 198. That's pretty good. <laughs> now, Stanton, who's on the IL, is second in batting average with 285, and he's doing pretty well, too. 285, 339, 523 for an 862 OPS. His OPS plus is 148. So he's obviously second on the team. And that is Josh Donaldson, right? Josh Donaldson has a 1.5 war. Oh, I should probably tell you the war numbers, right? 2.3 for Judge, 2.2 for Cortez, 1.7 for Tyone, 1.5 for Donaldson, 1.5 for Holmes, 1.3 for Glaber, 1.2 for LeMayhew, 1.2 for Cole, 1.1 for Stanton, 1 on the nose for Clark Schmidt, 0.8 for Severino, and 0.7 for Jordan Montgomery. Now, obviously, the lowest batting averages belong to Joey Gallo, Aaron Hicks, and Anthony Rizzo, who come in at a 167, 200, and 213, respectively. Yikes. Joey Gallo's OPS Plus is 67. Hicks is 68. Anthony Rizzo, 130, because he has 11 home runs, 28 runs batted in. So his average might not be high. But his slugging is 473. Compare that to Aaron Hicks's slugging, oh, which is 233. He has a 560 OPS, which is worse than Gallo because Gallo at least has five home runs. It's not great, but it's better than Hicks, who has one. Yeah. And then for the pitchers, obviously, we'll go by ERA. Well, Clay Holmes and Clark Schmidt. <laughs> 0.36, 0.64. Clay Holmes has that inning streak, right? He gave up an earned run, I think, in his first. Was it his first appearance and he hasn't given up one since? It's something to that effect. But he has, in 24 and two-third innings pitched, a 0.36 ERA. Clark Schmidt's 0.64 is in 14. Nestor Cortez, obviously next on the list with a 1.70, 53 innings. Man, he's amazing. Garrett Cole leading the Yankees with 72 strikeouts, 3.12 ERA. Jameson Tyone. I don't think people are talking about him too much, and that's annoying me. He's 5-1. and one. He was the first starter to five wins. He would have had six if the Yankees scored during that doubleheader. Hello? 2.49 ERA in 50.2 innings. So, yeah, you know, the reasons the Yankees are winning, certain guys are hitting, and the pitchers are doing really well. Oh, one more pitcher to look at, even though he's on the IL. Let's look anyway. Aroldis Chapman, 3.86 ERA in 17 games. That's 14 innings. He's 0-2. And Jonathan Loizaga has the highest ERA at 7.02. He's also on the 15-day IL. So, yeah, uh, the reasons the Yankees were winning, pitching mainly, and some timely hitting. They need to get back to the timely hitting because they will be facing the Angels for the next three games. We will preview that in a moment. But first, our partners at Bet Online. 
continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. The finals are set. It's Boston against the Warriors. I'm rooting for the Warriors because who, who outside of Boston would ever root for Boston? So you can find the latest odds, news, and sports developments. Basketball, baseball, fights, and even next year's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, where you get recaps of Major League Baseball games with analysis from our local experts who are taking fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. The Yankees are starting a new stretch of baseball. They finally had a day off. Thank goodness. (laughs) The Angels also had a day off. And it was weird for the Yankees to be off on Memorial Day, wasn't it? A lot of people were complaining about it. Non-Yankee fans couldn't care less, but um, could not n- could not care less. Couldn't care less. There's your lesson for the day, people. If you say you could care less, that means you could care less. Okay? You're welcome. Anyway, the Yankees and Angels didn't play yesterday. Most of the league, I think, did. And it was very odd for the Yankees to not be playing on Memorial Day. And I think I mentioned this when I was talking about the weird schedule that they've had so far and the weird schedule that they're going to have for the rest of the season. They don't play on July 4th either. Hello, Yankee Doodle Dandy has Yankee in the title. That's what people play during 4th of July. What is going on? (laughs) The Yankees should be playing on 4th of July. Ridiculous. They are playing tonight. And it is Jordan Montgomery against Noah Syndergaard. This should be interesting. Jordan Montgomery is 0-1 because the offense never scores for him. 3.30 ERA, 37 strikeouts. Noah Syndergaard is 4-2 with a 3.08 ERA, 27 strikeouts. Now, most of L.A. has not faced Jordan Montgomery. Most of their batters. The only one who has, Matt Duffy. He has a 250 average and four at-bats with one run batted in. And as for the Yankees against Cindergard, Matt Carpenter has faced him 16 times. He's only batting 125. So I don't know if we'll see him in the lineup. Aaron Judge has only faced him three times. He's batting 667. LeMay, he has faced him five times. He's batting 200. Rizzo has faced him 10 times, is only batting 200, but he does have two runs batted in. And LeMay, has a home run against Syndergaard. And then tomorrow, Detmers against Cortez. It's Nestor Day. Yay. Reed Detmers. He's the one who threw the no-hitter. Two and two with a 4.65 ERA. So yes, with a no-hitter thrown in there he has a 4.65 era with 27 strikeouts nestor cortez just told you all the stats i'll tell you again four and one with a 1.70 era 61 strikeouts and for the batters against cortez max stassi in three at bats good god he's batting a thousand with two home runs and five runs batted in what and then the rest of them 
don't really have any numbers against him. And then the Yankees don't have any numbers against Detmers because he's a rookie. And this is their first time. And then Thursday, all night games, Shohei Otani against Jameson Tyone. I know I tell the story all the time. I'll tell it again. Go to Yankee Stadium for my first time since COVID last year, June 30th, Shohei Otani. Yankees knock him out in the first inning. He only got two outs. Yankees are up 7-2. Aroldis Chapman gives up a game-tying grand slam in the ninth inning to Jared Walsh. I believe that's who it was, right? I have nightmares about that. Because... It was 93, I believe, at the start of the game, or at least it was 93 when we left our house. It was disgustingly hot that day. And then there were two rain delays and thunder and lightning, and we were there for so long. And I said it. I said, he's given up a grand slam here. And my brother goes, no. Next pitch, boom. And I thought, I sat through this for that? Really? Because I was expecting, I'm, I know this is bad for me to say, but I was kind of expecting the Yankees to lose to Shohei Otani. I just figured he would shut them out. And then they score seven runs against him. And I'm thinking, oh, ooh. A world is Chapman, man. <laughs> maybe tonight, tonight, maybe Thursday will be different for the Yankees. So it's Otani against Tyone. Otani is 3-3 three and three with a 3.5. No, try that again. 3.45. ERA with 63 strikeouts. Jamison Tyone is 5-1 with a 2.49 ERA, 39 strikeouts. Now the Yankees against Otani. Who has the most at-bats? Oh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, of course, because he played with the Rangers before he went over to the Yankees. He's batting 250 and 12 at-bats, but everyone else, there's nothing here. (laughs) There's like really not a lot of numbers. No. And as for... The Angels batters against Tyone, Shohei Otani batting 500 in four at-bats with two home runs and three runs batted in against Tyone. Jared Walsh, pain in my butt personally, in five at-bats against Tyone is only batting 200, but one home run, three runs batted in. I don't like that guy. And this year we'll see Mike Trout, as far as I know, because he's not injured, right? He's he's fine. He didn't get injured against the No, he didn't get injured against the Blue Jays this weekend. As I said, the Angels were swept by the Blue Jays. They've lost 5 in a row. So <laughs> that might not be a good thing for the Yankees, but the Yankees 4 and 5 in their last 9, they really hit a wall heading into that off day. And I warned you that it was going to happen. I said it. I knew it. But I also said that I was hoping for a split in Tampa, which they got. But I don't like how the split happened because they were looking good in those first two games. Well, I mean, the pitching looked good. And the pitching looked fine on Saturday. But then the home plate ump screwed Cole. He lost his cool. And then things fell apart. You can't do that, Cole. Not when you're our third best pitcher. And and then Sunday was just... They held them to two hits and they still lost. What a mess. And I say it all the time. 
it's fine splitting a four-game series. It's fine winning two out of three. But if you drop the last game in annoying fashion or in the Yankees' case in this series, the last two games in annoying in annoying fashion, that's what's going to stick with you. The positive of Thursday and Friday is not going to stick with you. You're going to think of Saturday and Sunday. So heading into this series, what are you thinking about? The Yankees are on a two-game losing streak. So... I mentioned that Derek Jeter joined Twitter. He also joined Instagram. What is happening? I don't understand. First of all, it's about damn time, as Lizzo would say, and I'm not going to sing it because I don't want to get copyright stricken, struck, whatever the hell the word is. But let's let's look at Derek Jeter's. Uh... Oh, also, he's on Instagram. He's having people ask questions in his store. Is he crazy? Is he crazy? What, what is he thinking? Derek, what are you thinking? I feel like scolding him. And I feel a bond with Derek Jeter. And I've spoken about this. I spoke about this when he made the Hall of Fame. And when he was inducted, the day he was inducted. I'm the same age as Derek Jeter. He's turning 48 on June 26th, I'm turning 48 on August 26th. I always thought that was some sort of bond because we were both born on 26th. It's not. Whatever. Um, but I wrote about it when he announced that 2014 was going to be his last season. I spoke about how everyone in my age range grew up with him because he was young when he was with the Yankees that first year. That first full year, he turned 22. And I know people who were around who are around that age right now. I know people joking about how old they feel at 25. You're a baby at 25. Take it from the old person here. You're a baby and stop acting like you're over the hill. You're not. So a bunch of us grew up with Derek Jeter. So when he was announcing that he was retiring just before he turned 40, we all felt ancient. (laughs) And I just... I feel a, I don't know, I feel a kinship with Derek Jeter. We both grew up Yankee fans, you know. um, I know he watched Yankee games with his grandmother. That's who got him into it because uh, when he was in Jersey, he would, he was born in in New Jersey, moved to Michigan, but he would come to New Jersey for the summers, hang out with his grandmother. And I just, this is, this is amazing. So his Twitter bio says sleep deprived father to three amazing girls hall of fame class 2020 and oh my god okay before i started recording he was at 67,000 followers he's now at 117.1 117,000 that's amazing oh he's following four he was following zero before let's see who Derek jeter is following on twitter No, following. He's following his wife, his sister, the Turn 2 Foundation, and the Players' Tribune. That's understandable. I get it. Will he ever follow A-Rod? Probably not. And he's also on Instagram. And I, I'm just shocked that he's doing this. There he is, Derek Jeter. Oh, his, uh, oh my God. He has 93... Point eight thousand followers on Instagram. He's following eight 
on Instagram. Same bio. And as I said, he hasn't basically like an ask me anything in his stories. Oh, my God. Hannah Jeter posted. I have to show this. And if you're not on YouTube, ooh, wait, there we go. If you're not on YouTube, I apologize. No, look at Derek Jeter. Look at that. <gasps> oh, my God. It says, it's never too late to be an influencer. You got this, babe. That's <laughs> so funny. He's so cute. Baby Derek Jeter was so cute. He's wearing a suit. He's wearing like a disco suit, a three-piece disco suit, no tie, light blue, wide collar. This is the best picture I've ever seen in my life. This is amazing. Oh, my God. I'm going to love following this man because he was, and I say it all the time, he was boring when he was a player. He got a little snippy when he got older. And, oh, my God, he has a beard with white hair. Um, he got a little better as he got older, but, you know, he had so many canned answers when he was younger, kind of like Aaron Judges now. And, you know, you want some of these guys to show more of their personality. And I feel like Derek Jeter will be able to do that through social media. Oh, my God. He looks so old. We're so old. I mean, I don't look young either. We're both going to be 48, but oh, Derek Jeter on social media. I joked that he should come on this show. We know that won't happen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was worth a shot. So. Oh, okay. People were, they were asking, well, he's answering baseball questions. My friend jokingly asked him what his favorite track is on Harry's house. Uh, Harry Styles' his new album. But, you know, he's getting asked, asked, he's being asked normal questions, or at least he's answering normal questions. Like the first one, what was your favorite memory as a Yankee? Favorite road stadium. This person must be Canadian because they added the U to favorite. Best advice for young players. But yeah, Derek Jeter on social media. Holy crap. Never thought, I, thought I'd see the day. Him individually. You know, Players Tribune, he was doing stuff like that. And they were um, shooting videos for that. But I think this is in anticipation of um, the documentary that's coming out that um, is debuting at the Tribeca Film Festival. And I think that's coming up soon. So, yeah, this is this is cool. I'm happy about this. And I wonder if now that Derek Jeter is not involved with the Marlins, will we see him at more events at Yankee Stadium? Will he be at Paul O'Neill Day? I wonder. Will we ever see him at Old Timers Day? Oh, could you imagine? Oh, my God. Because that list will come out soon because Old Timers Day is the end of July, I think. Oh, Derek Jeter at Old Timers Day. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Maybe he's waiting till he's like 50. <laughs> because I know some guys do it right away. But maybe he's waiting till he's 50. But if Derek Jeter is at Old Timers Day this year, I will be very happy about that. That'd be very cool. And, you know, Yes Network would want to mic him up. I don't know if he'd want to be mic'd up, but they would probably want to. I know they like miking up the guys who are on Yes. So they mic up Cone. They mic up O'Neal. They used to mic up Bobby Mercer. Um, yeah, that'll be something. Yeah, I wonder now. I wonder if that's going to happen now that he's no longer involved with the Marlins. 
Because, you know, he wouldn't have been able to really do a lot with the Yankees while he's connected to the Marlins. But now that that's done, maybe we'll see more of Derek Jeter around Yankee Stadium when things happen. Could be interesting. Could be very interesting. So, yeah, follow him on Instagram. And I don't think he has a TikTok. I joked about that with a friend. Um, But... Instagram and Twitter, Derek Jeter, never thought, never thought I'd see the day. Never thought I'd see the day. So, oh, <laughs> there's actually a headline on Yankees.com. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so great. Yes, the captain. Sorry. That's the name of the uh, docuseries. It's going to premiere on ESPN July 18th, but I'm pretty sure it's going to play at the Tribeca Film Festival so yeah I guess it was how did I miss this was I I was up at 9 33 how did I miss the Yankees tweeting about Derek Jeter joining and then someone had tweeted Derek Jeter has no excuse now or Derek Jeter has no excuse not to have a Twitter account by now and then he quote tweeted that guy and said looks like I've officially run out of excuses (laughs) and then Oh, God, that's great. The Players' Tribune account posted a picture of him with a mullet. It's a mullet. He's claiming it's a shag, but it's a mullet. And he said, it's my hair, but it's a shag, a Ralph Tresvant shag, if you don't know who Ralph Tresvant is. New edition, people. Get with it. So Derek Jeter's on social media. Look him up. Follow him. I'm sure he'll be funny. Because uh, he's he's a bit of a jackass, and I'm glad that he has finally brought that personality, part of his personality, out. He should have done it when he was a player. He did a few times, but again, it was more when he was older. I would have liked to have seen that when he was younger. So, Yankees, 33-15 and 15 on May 31st. Some guys need to get it together. Joey Gallo, Aaron Hicks, Aroldis Chapman. Actually, no. Aroldis Chapman, don't get it together. We'll keep Clay Holmes as the closer. Said it last week on the show. Going to keep saying it. Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes. And they're in first place. I think they're up by five because the Rays lost yesterday to Texas. Oh, no. It's a day early. Abby says we can't pay attention to this till June 1st. My bad. Yankees are facing the Angels for three. Yankees have lost two heading into it. Angels have lost five in a row. We'll finally get to see Mike Trout after a layoff there because he was injured early last season. Didn't get to see him in that series. And Derek Jeter has joined social media. Can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Unbelievable. And on tomorrow's show, we'll have a recap of tonight's game. Hopefully nothing major will happen. <laughs> and any other news? I wonder who who else is going to join social media. Who else hasn't joined social media? Mariano Rivera is not on social media, right? He was at the Ranger game the other night. Speaking of the Rangers, go Rangers, beat Carolina. Now they get to face Tampa. We'll see how that goes. For now, that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube. Please subscribe, like, and comment. I'll be answering comments. I'll be doing that in a bit. And when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked On MLB. 
Now make your second listen of the day locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, both past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Tuesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.